Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Let us go bring in Damian Lillard. On top of already having Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, Jay Crowder, Malik Beasley, who they signed this offseason in free agency, Pat Connington. They are loaded. They have depth. But when you add a guy like this, and now Giannis can look at that organization, like you said, and say, man, I shot my shot. And they said, we'll match that. You need help? You want to believe that we want to believe in you to make this sustainable? Guess what we're going to do? We're going to get you help like that. We're not going to ruin our depth. We're not going to take that away. But now you got another assassin. Moose face of God. Evil. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It's the afternoon get down known as Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man Harry Douglas together with me, Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. And don't forget about us on TuneIn. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. How do we get here when it comes to this three team trade? Portland Trail Blazers trade guard Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. Lillard goes to Milwaukee, part of that three-team deal. Drew Holiday, DeAndre Aiden, Tumani Kamara, a 2029 unprotected Milwaukee first and unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 2028-2030 to Portland. Phoenix gets Yusef Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. The man that broke the story, he always does it, and nobody does it better than him. He's Adrian Wojnarowski with that Woj bomb happening today. He's part of an ESPN NBA insider. Adrian, I'm going to start right there. Many people thought back before the summer that Miami's going to swing a trade Damian Lillard. So how do we get here with him going to Milwaukee, part of this three-team trade? Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, listen, this was a long process. Um, and I think in the end for Miami, and I think we reported this early on, that you know Portland was not enamored necessarily with um, the kind of offer Miami could make and, and put together. And they shopped the league. They canvassed the league. And finally landed on a deal in Milwaukee with a very determined uh, Bucks organization to land Damian Lillard, pair him with Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, in this three-team deal with the Suns. But I think certainly Lillard having four years left on his deal, you know, that limits your leverage uh, in trade talks. You know, you think back to Anthony Davis, play was one year left. And so if you trade for him and he can walk in free agency and the team that he wants to go to has the cap space, you are limited in what you might offer. Uh, but, but certainly, certainly, I think the fact that uh, you knew that you're going to have Lillard under contract, I think you know the professionalism and the chance to play with Atena Kupo and Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton and a you know, very talented championship-level Bucks organization, and I think they're confident that very quickly – you know, Damon Lillard will will buy in, and he's there for the long haul. And certainly, you know, if you are the Blazers, you, know, you get the assets in this deal, DeAndre Ayton, you know, a young center that they had really targeted, uh, the draft picks from Milwaukee, but now the chance to flip Drew Holiday, who's going to have and already has tremendous value in the market. I think the phone is ringing in Portland. I don't think there's a contender in the league who's not interested in seeing if they can get involved in a deal that brings them holiday. So, Woj, I want to ask you about the Miami Heat because 
you mentioned that the Trailblazers are probably looking to trade Drew Holiday. Is it feasible to say that, you know, the Miami Heat would try to go after a guy like Drew or the numbers don't match up? Yeah, I, I, no, I think that's very conceivable. I think certainly all the contenders in both conferences, uh, but especially these, I think Philadelphia, Boston, Miami, uh, would, are going to be among the teams that, you know, the Clippers in the West, you know, who are always looking to add talent. Drew Holiday is just, you know, one of the most respected two-way players in the league. He impacts winning. He's got a year left on his deal, and so he could be a free agent. But certainly, you know, a player who, you know, you saw the impact he had on the Bucks. They don't beat the Suns in the championship in the finals without Holiday, uh, Team USA player. And so, yeah, I think it, he goes right back out on the market, and you can certainly see a world where I think the, the Heat are among the teams uh, that are, are going to vie uh, for Drew Holiday. And, and again, that, that now goes through the Portland Trailblazers because, you know, he's there as, as something of a way station until they can find a deal for him. Great stuff by Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN NBA Insider. Hit him on Twitter at WojNBA, joining Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Woj, what is it like that it seemed like this trade benefited all three teams, not just the Bucks getting Leonard, but Phoenix getting four players in depth and Portland getting those kind of players that's going to help their future and keep this rebuild and maybe accelerate that with Damian Lillard no longer part of this organization? Yeah, the, the trade makes sense for all three teams. It's, it's obvious why Milwaukee did this, uh, to try to cement themselves with Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, extend that championship window, maybe elevate that championship window by bringing him in. Certainly, listen, they gave up a lot. They gave up their draft, draft assets. They gave up Drew Holiday and Grayson Allen, who had become a very important rotation guard for them. And then Phoenix, they had been looking to break up that DeAndre Ayton contract uh, and get back another center and maybe some role players, and that's exactly what they did. They get Yusuf Nurkic, you know, a very good passing veteran big man, you know, who doesn't need to score the ball. This is going to be certainly a perimeter-dominant team in Phoenix. Um, and uh, Nasir Little, who's certainly a rotation player, he's had some injuries, but certainly some talent there. He's a guy, again, in Phoenix that starts to build out their depth. And, of course, Grayson Allen, who we mentioned, like that's a player you're going to have on the floor in Phoenix. Certainly things had run their course for the Suns and Aiton together. And now he goes to Portland with, you know, really a couple dynamic young players, Scoot Henderson, the third overall pick, and Shaden Sharp, who, listen, had a really promising rookie year. And you talk to people who've seen him this summer, and that that's a guy the Blazers and, and those who've been watching him really expect to make a big jump, has a big future. And then you put an athletic big seven-footer in DeAndre Ayton, and then what else they're going to get back for Drew Holiday? So it makes sense. You, you, you certainly can see for all three of these teams uh, why they went in and, and got this deal done this morning. What impact does this trade have on Giannis and his future in Milwaukee long-term, Woj? Well, certainly they made this trade believing that it was going to give them a chance to, to win in the short term and then to have a window and a runway here to keep going with Giannis, and uh, there's no question. But you are always on the clock with a player of Giannis Attentacupo's stature, the way the Sixers are on the clock 
uh, with Joel Embiid, the way that Dallas is on the clock with Luka Doncic. That's the nature of this league. There are six, seven, eight players at all times who you are trying to keep grounded, keep fastened to your organization, to keep them invested in what your vision is. And Milwaukee's been unique. They've contended for a very long period. The Drew Holiday deal with New Orleans put them over the top to win a championship. And now you look at this nucleus of of holiday you looked at the nucleus of holiday uh chris uh middleton brooke lopez you're starting to get some aging players in their 30s it is hard to keep these organizations going because you you use your assets and trades you're not drafting high and you're trading picks because you're always in win now mode so you don't necessarily have young assets and so for them to be able to cobble together this deal it speaks to the value holiday has around the league and portland knowing that they can take their time and flip Holiday and get a lot back for him. Uh, I think Milwaukee tried to do this deal every way they could without including Drew Holiday, but there was no uh, there was no other way to de- deliver the value that they needed to deliver for Lillard. And so I think for Giannis now, this is a player that listen. I think both players uh, certainly uh, have great admiration for each other, and you know if you're the Bucks, this was. Their GM, John Horst, this was a decision that they thought, again, short-term to win one this year, and then the ability to keep going uh, with a player, Lillard, who's under contract now for four years. Hey, well, it's always, always great to chat with you. Great stuff breaking this big, big trade with Damian Lillard going to Milwaukee Bucks. Take care and be well, and thanks for joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry, my brother. Freddie, Harry, great to be with you guys as always. Talk to you soon. Great stuff by the man that's St. Bonich's finest when it comes to Agent Wojnarowski, ESPN NBA insider. Always hit him on Twitter at WojnBA. Joining us here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. And I'm glad we were able to get into with him about the Phoenix Suns, how they benefit Portland, how they benefit. Milwaukee's the big one in this trade. They get Mm -hmm. Damian Lillard. They get that piece there. I can't wait to see, Harry, what kind of domino effect this is going to have in Eastern Conference. Because you may have looked at Milwaukee, okay, they may have one more run in them, and then they start to become a depreciating asset or a depreciating team. Now, if you're the Knicks, if you're Cleveland, if you're Miami, if you're Boston, this is going to be at least a two- or three-year thing because Damian Lewis not just in it to be a one-trick pony and then move on or give it up. He wants to make sure he's going to devote each and every fiber of his being to try to get something that Giannis already has. And that's a chance to not only play in the NBA Finals, but win the NBA Championship ring. Yeah, and Freddie, when I look at the Eastern Conference right now, I have the Milwaukee Bucks at one, and I have the Boston Celtics right underneath them. And something very interesting that Wolt said when I asked him that question about Drew Holiday, and he mentioned but probably the Boston Celtics can be in the mix too of mm-hmm. trying to go get him. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, my goodness, if they can add Drew Holiday in which that point guard position for them – has been a dark cloud the last few years, right? We talk about the turnovers in the playoffs, and we talk about the the Boston Celtics just jacking up shots because they don't have that true orchestrator to calm things down on the court and just, you know, put everybody in place where they need to be and, you know, galvanize the troops. That's something that could, that could be very beneficial for Boston on top of Drew Holiday being a defensive player as well, two-way player, right. being a guy that can, you know, guard 90 – how far? 94 feet. 94 feet. Yeah, yep. 94 feet. You're I, right on it. I was drawing a, drawing a blank for a second. Don't short yourself on that one, my friend. <laughs> but also, like you just mentioned the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they're a team I thought last year Donovan Mitchell goes to Cleveland. And I don't think they're bigs and Evan Mobley and also Jared Allen. I don't think their guys played up to their potential. So now year two, 
with all those guys being together and Darius Garland, how they're going to be moving forward. Mm -hmm. Because I think this trade puts a lot of pressure on the other teams in the Eastern Conference. Sure, that's fair. Like, it it, it really does, in my opinion. So I just think it's eye-opening for those other teams if you're not named the Milwaukee Bucks or the Boston Celtics to say, hey, we don't really have wiggle room to be trying to figure things out. We have to do things now if we can. It's amazing how people try to talk about positionless basketball and you don't have to have a point guard or a shooting guard or a small forward or a center or a big forward. But how many times do we see as NBA teams advance in the playoffs, one guy always got everybody lined up. One guy always got made sure that everybody was going to be in a position where everybody was going to be on the same page. Miami was quote-unquote positionless team, but Jimmy Butler got them organized. So did Game yep. Vincent. The Knicks had their success. It was Jalen Brunson getting them organized. LeBron, what he does at Los Angeles Lakers. Steph Curry, what he does at Golden State Warriors. De'Aaron Fox, what he does to the Sacramento Kings. Now you got a guy in Giannis, and now you got another orchestrator with him that you don't have to worry about, okay, where's the ball going to go? What can we do here? It can't, it's not just going to be Giannis, Giannis, Giannis. Now you got somebody else who can orchestrate things, can get the ball to guys, can make those kind of big shots. Because we've seen Damian Lillard make those big shots. He's in, in crunch time. In crunch time. When the game's right. on the line. Yeah, he sent Russell right. Westbrook home one year. Not, when not he first quarter. Bye-bye. Nope, not first quarter, not the end of the second quarter. When anybody can do it. But when the game's on the line, the entire arena is looking at you. Absolutely. Everybody knows you're getting the ball. You know it, and they know that you know and you get the ball, and you deliver. Now Giannis has somebody else where it's not just a complimentary piece. It's a guy that can deliver in those big moments. Let's be honest. And I love Giannis as a player, but Damian Lillard has delivered more in big moments than Giannis has done because he can get to the free throw line, he can make free throws, and he's not afraid of that moment. Neither is Giannis, but not to that level that I've seen from Damian Lillard. Now we'll get a chance to see maybe even more of it with a team that has more than a legitimate chance to win the NBA championship. And, Freddie, we see, even in March Madness, right, in, in the NCAA tournament, how important, how imperative the point guard is to, to those teams advancing, right? We look at Kansas State, and when I can't mm. remember the dude's name right now, the, the, uh, the, the short guy, yes. right? Mm-hmm. It was point guard play, though. Even though he's the smallest guy on the floor, but he's orchestrating things. He's making sure his team isn't sporadic, and he, he's, he's get, providing for them everything that they need offensively, whether it's assisting, uh, putting people in the best positions, or scoring the basketball. This is no different from the NBA, when you get to playoff basketball, and we've seen that with the Boston Celtics the last two years, whether it was the NBA Finals against the Golden State Warriors and how we've seen that the Warriors had that point guard play and that orchestrator, and the Boston Celtics didn't have that orchestrator, right? And we've seen the turnovers all over the place. So the Milwaukee Bucks being able to get a guy like Damian Lillard who can be that dude, right? It's not just Giannis is right. that dude. You have another one side-by-side with Giannis. Not one player in front of another one. We understand this is Giannis' team. That's not what I'm not saying. We know that. But now you have a guy that Giannis could defer to if he wants to. Marquise Noel is the one you're talking about from Kansas State. There you go. Yeah, Marquise Noel because how many big shots did he make time and time again? And the passes, though. Oh, he, of getting his, his teammates yeah, yeah. meaningful buckets. Yeah, he was making needle passes, but those are the kind of things that can fit through the eye of a needle. He yep. was making those kind of passes that hadn't, hadn't get that great run where he got to the East Regional Championship game, but they lost to Florida Atlantic, who had a great run getting into the Final Four. And Shannon Penn, our producer, brought this up. We mentioned, by the way, he's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Keep weighing in on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at Ace Douglas 83. And on the Freddie and Harry hotline, the Dr. Pepper call online, 888 729 
888-957-3776. Your thoughts on Damian Lillard going to Milwaukee and how much of this makes them an odds-on favorite to get out of the Eastern Conference, 888-729-3776. According to U.S. Sportsbooks, the Bucks have been listed the fourth favorite behind Denver, Boston, and also Phoenix. They're now the consensus favorite to win the NBA championship with odds around 4-1. to one. You got that potential big three when you got Damian Lillard now with Yas under the cupo and whoever you want to attach, whether it's Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, whoever. But then you got that big three in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. I'm not going to say which one's better. I'll ask you, Harry, which one do you trust more to get his team to the championship? Ooh. Um, I'm going to go, honestly, with the Milwaukee Bucks because I've seen it before. Not that I haven't seen Kevin Durant win a championship, but Kevin Durant joined the Golden State Warriors in order to do that, and he hasn't been back since. I've seen Giannis, right, Chris Middleton. I've seen Lopez. I've seen those guys be able to do it as a team, as an organization beforehand. And I've also seen those guys being down 0-2 to the Phoenix Suns. They were down 0-2 and came back and won that series. So, and we also seen that same year in the Easter Conference Finals, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Atlanta Hawks, when when Giannis was hurt, right. we seen Chris Middleton step up. That's why it's important for him mm-hmm. to be healthy, right. right? He can't be, you know, we're going to play half the year, you're sitting out half the year, you get playoff time, He's his knee is feeling some kind of way. That can't happen for the Milwaukee Bucks to win a championship. Everyone's going to have to be locked in from a health perspective, from a from a physical perspective, and also mentally in order to get this thing done. So I, I, I'm i going to go with the Bucks in this because mm. I've seen it before with this organization. I've seen mm. it with Kevin Durant okay. joining the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I, I'm going to go on the side with the Phoenix Suns because Kevin Durant, when he's right, he's the ultimate playmaker. He, he is the most efficient scorer that I've seen in the history of the NBA. Many guys can take 40 shots and get 40 points. He can get you 40 points take 20 shots. That's how efficient of a, a ball scorer that he is. But I can't wait to see how – it's going to work with Bradley Beal and Damian Lillard, two guys that many people said, man, you got to get the hell out of there. You got to get out of Washington, Bradley Beal. Damian, you got to get out of Portland if you're going to win a championship. Both of those guys in the same NBA offseason getting their wish, and now they're the key components on what Phoenix is going to do with Bradley Beal joining Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. I think that's a better big three, but you make a very compelling case because we've seen it done before with Giannis and what he's been able to do. I got one more thing. Okay, go ahead. I have got one it. more thing. How about it? How about it? Because, you know, the game is played on both sides of the floor. Defense is optional. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. The best Freddy, defensive player can, all those six is Giannis. Cannot, I've already seeded that we, to you. We I, I'm seeding that to you right now. Out of the six guys we mentioned, Giannis <laughs> is the best defensive player. I'm not even having that argument with you because that's just a fruitless argument. That's like throwing coins in the fountain in Italy and hoping that that wish comes true in five seconds. No, 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 no. We say, nah, Freddy, nah, nah, we say nah, I'm nah. cheating now. You cheating, man. Yeah, that is cheating. But, if you, but it's only cheating if you get caught. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I was not going down that rabbit hole with you. Cody in Colorado, thanks for hitting us up with the Freddie Harry hotline at 888-729-3776. Cody, what do you think about the trade? The Bucks get Damian Lillard part of a three-team trade today. Uh, as far as the Nuggets fan, I'm super nervous. This might be a new super team when it comes to professional athletes. You've got Damian Lillard, who's been extremely loyal and extremely professional. You look at teams that have traded for big superstars like Ben Simmons and Harden and James uh, LeBron James bounces around all the time. You got two real professional athletes coming together to make a real strong team. 
really scary for my Nuggets. Boy, we keep forgetting about that team because the last time I checked, they won the championship last year in Denver, mm-hmm. and yet we keep forgetting about them because all the moves that teams have made have been to counter that. It used to be you make moves to counter Golden State or whatever team LeBron was on. Any team that any any move that any team has made in the offseason, Harry, has been designed to make sure that Denver doesn't do what they did last year, and I thought we would never, ever say that about a Denver Nuggets organization. You know what I'm going to say about the Denver Nuggets? Because there's no reason for you to worry, and here's why. If Michael Porter Jr., who was better this season, averaging 17 points per game, but then when he got to the playoffs, it dropped down to 13. If Michael Porter Jr. can be that guy, 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 guy as the third. That's a serious big three right there in Denver. There's no reason for you to be nervous if you're Denver. And he and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying he, he wasn't better this season. I'm just saying if he can take another step upwards, another step towards greatness, then if you're a Denver Nuggets uh, fan, if, 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 if you're in Denver living, period, if you follow that basketball team, there's nothing for you to worry about, yes, in my opinion. Because he has all the ability in the world with the way that he can the make those shots. 16. Yeah, can make shots, and when he decides to get some rebounds, he could do that. But he didn't have well. a good NBA Finals. No, he didn't. Right? Well, and he, that's he, inexcusable, he in my opinion. Well, it is, but you have to hope that he learns from it if you're a Nuggets yep. fan and use that as fuel and not set him back. Jimmy in the Nutmeg State of Connecticut. Jimmy, my friend, what you got? First, good afternoon, Dylan. First and foremost, Frey, I absolutely adore you. I've been listening to you for over 10 years. I'm so glad right now you're not having to, like, wake up Appreciate at, like, you. 4 o'clock in the morning anymore. <laughs> he adore, he adore <laughs> you, adore you, at 4 o'clock in the morning anymore. I'm so happy for you. Appreciate that, Jimmy. But Thank I you. have to take issue with something you said. Okay. You realize Giannis Kempo is probably one of the most incredible players Ever. This is a guy like Hakeem Olajuwon, who did have a single solitary Hall of Fame caliber player and led his team to an NBA Finals championship. Okay. Damian Lillard has not even come vaguely close to it. And Damian, of course, I love Damian. Damian is one of the best players active in the NBA. But in terms of achievement, to say that Damian Lillard's achieved like more like your phrasing, I guess it was. Like making making crucial like, shots in crunch time, he's done that more than Giannis. Absurd. No, no, no. That's not. No, absurd. It's not. I mean, I mean, what you're saying, Jimmy. But in terms of, you can look at how many crunch time shots, late moment shots that Damian Lillard has made, and it dwarfs what Giannis Antetokounmpo has been able to make. Giannis has been really good of getting through the free throw line in crucial situations, but in terms of making big time shots in crucial situations, Jimmy. Damian Lillard far outweighs anything Giannis has done. I'm, I'm about to help this argument, Freddie. All right. They call him Dame Time for a reason. He didn't mm-hmm. get the nickname mm-hmm. because somebody just made it up. There's a reason why there's this thing called Dame Time, and people tap and look at their watch when the clock is running down and he has the basketball. Right. And th- it's th- a reason th- why. Th- and I'm not saying that Dame is a better player than Giannis. No. But in terms of crunch time, he has made more crunch time shots than Giannis. Both of those things can be true, and both of those things have been true, although I do appreciate the adoration from Jimmy Connecticut. He adores you. There's nothing wrong with man, that. Man, drop the Addy, man, so y'all can meet no, up, man. No, no. Adoring Freddie Coleman is good for the Fre- show. I mean, I adore Freddie Thank Coleman. You. Adoring Freddie Coleman is good for the show, it's good for the soul, and damn it, it's good for good the country. for the country, baby. Thank you very much. That's what I have to say. Boy, Dale be playing both sides. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> Freddie, <laughs> he hit my ear. What are you talking I, about? Exactly. <laughs> 
He is the very jealous, ha- jealous Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. And we switch gears to the National Football League. We'll get more in the conversation about Damian Lillard being traded in Milwaukee Bucks. We're going to do that in about 30 minutes. But we switch gears to the National Football League. Arguably the biggest game this weekend is Miami versus Buffalo. That offense versus that defense. But who needs to win this game more? And will Freddie and Harry agree or disagree? This is ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on Freddie and Harry. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. If you could have seen our group of people, between Shannon Penn, between Harry Douglas, Devin Kane, Mark Morales, like, you know, I'll let you guys get into the congregation on that one. He, Mark, you know who Mark Morales was? You ever seen that somebody's running around church and they're feeling the spirit and they're having speaking in tongues? There's mm-hmm. always that one person with bemused attachment. That was Mark Morales looking at you three guys. <laughs> Everybody, Devin's doing the whole swing back and forth. Harry's testifying. Shannon's running around and everything. And Mark Morales going, hmm. Mark, you never had, you know, anybody in your life has tried to keep you. They've been trying to keep me down. You never had that, Mark? I've Boy. had plenty of people like that. Now, who's trying to keep you down? You got to feel too that nice song, of a guy. Man, Mark. You got to feel who's that Who's trying thing, to keep man? you down? I don't think you've been shot down by women, period. So who's trying to keep you down? 
Uh, Nick Cardi likes to keep me down a lot. Well, that's because Nick's a moron. <laughs> <laughs> that's different. <laughs> that's completely different. Mark, I Mark, said it, I know he's in the hallway. I know he's going to hear this. Mark, you're a fan of the Jets or the Giants? Jets. He's a Jets fan the like Jets. I am. Yes. Yeah. They've been trying to keep you down. <laughs> no, the Jets have done a great job trying to keep themselves down. They don't need any help from anybody else when it comes to that. They've been a self-inflicted franchise since Super Bowl three in 1968. But in that division, the biggest game of the weekend, you can make an argument. You can say, for example, Browns versus Ravens. That's a massive game. Pages versus Cowboys. Got one tomorrow night. Lions taking on the Packers, kicking things off on Thursday Night Football. But for my money, I circled that one meaning Miami versus Buffalo. You got that offense in Miami when it comes to Miami Dolphins, that 4 by 100 team they have over there. But this Bills defense, they should be 3-0. and They haven't looked at the quarterback with stink eye. The Jets have done their quarterback, Zach Wilson. They're like, look, Josh Allen's going to make some plays. We're going to be fine. And their defense has been really white hot all year long. In your opinion, who needs to win this game more between Miami and Buffalo on Sunday? Ooh, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. They need to win it more because, number one, they already have a loss under their belt. Right, and if the Miami Dolphins win this football game, they will be four and zero versus the two and two Buffalo Bills. And we know the last three years, this has been the team Buffalo that is that won this division. Uh, especially when you get to playoff time and you want that home playoff game, and you wanna, you know, you want the Buffalo crazies, the people jumping on tables. And I was able to go up there when it was cold, Freddie. I have a lot of friends that are Buffalo Bills fans that I travel the world with. Uh-huh. And um, I was supposed to go to Week Two's game versus the Raiders, the home opener. Couldn't make it. Right. So that was my birthday weekend. My wife didn't want to go to no damn Buffalo. Can't make it up there, <laughs> right? So ended up doing my birthday out in Denver. But you know, I, I think Buffalo because. We know what they have been to this division the last three years. Miami, on the other hand, that's a team that's undefeated right now. And then if you allow them to be two games up on you, that's a lot of space in that division, I think. One of the things about this division when it comes to Miami versus Buffalo, and you're spot on because for the longest time, this used to be the home of the Patriots. Yep. Anybody that was going to win this division, you had to go through them. And for a long, long time, nobody was able to do so. It didn't matter if it was Buffalo, Miami, Jets, et cetera. It was the kingdom of the pages, and that was that. The last three years, this has been their division when it comes to the Buffalo Bills. They told everybody it's going to be our time, and they've been able to live up to that. They got an AFC championship game. They made three playoff appearances. They've been that team that many people thought could be on that same line to go past Kansas City and get to a Super Bowl, and it has not happened for the Buffalo Bills. That's why I think they need to win this game more. It's not so much about reestablishing power because that division is so finite now. You could take a credit card and fit yep. the, the space between both these two teams. But I'm sure Buffalo, being the kind of prideful team, especially on defense that they are, they heard all they needed to hear about Miami this and that offense that and too fast this and too fast that. And they put 70 points on the Denver Broncos. And they may not do it to Buffalo, but they're going to score. That's the kind of defense that some defenses don't play well angry. Buffalo's the opposite of that. The more P.O. they are, the better they're going to play. If they're able to win this game, they'll look at people and say, yeah, y'all made all that ruckus about Miami and that offense, but they still had to come through us, and they weren't able to do it. That's why I think, as, and you're right about Miami in terms of them, but from my standpoint, Buffalo needs to win this game. Or everybody know it is not going to be Miami's year in this division yet. No, no, I, I agree with you. And, and I say when you look at Buffalo's defense and 
you know, Terrell Bernard and what he's been able to do. Matt Milano. Matt Milano has been playing phenomenal yes, for has. the last few years, yep. playing at a high level. You talk mm-hmm. about sacking the quarterback, creating turnovers, just being Johnny on the spot for this defense when, you know, other people on, on this unit aren't doing their job and playing the roles that they're supposed to be playing. Matt Milano has been that guy, yeah. right? He's been that constant. Remember, open the night, he was the guy that Zach Wilson decided to throw the football right to. <laughs> Right, but we see him make plays like that on a regular basis. But I would say this: the reason why I think Miami will win this football game okay. is because of the fact that they aren't one-dimensional like they were a year ago. Right, them being able to establish the run and those running backs, if you, they have the smallest of crease, can take it the distance. Mm-hmm. So I think being balanced offensively. And that was one of the things Mike McDaniel had to check himself about right. coming into this season because when he came from San Francisco, he was over the, the run game in San Francisco. So it was mind-boggling to me last year when I seen everything so pass-happy. But now in year two, after having that success, going into the playoffs, now you understand your quarterback in Tua Tonga Valor. You can't put him in situations where he's going to be exposed to being hit consistently. Mm-hmm. So you have to run the ball more uh, more frequently than you did a season ago. And they, they've done a great job of that, especially the last two weeks. Versus yeah. um, the Denver Broncos last week, the week before, when Bill Belichick said, you know what, we're not going to give you those explosive plays unless you just bombs over Baghdad us. We're, <laughs> we're going to force you to methodically work the ball down the field and you utilize that run game, and that's what they did. So I just think as long as Mike McDaniel as a play caller continue to stay balanced and utilize that run game, because it's not like last year it wasn't working. Right. It just wasn't called consistently. Yeah. And now we're seeing that in 2023. Number one, outcast reference. Well done by you. Points for that, number one. Number two, I can't wait to see that if it develops into a firefight, how much pressure that puts on Josh Allen. Mm. Because he's been really, really good with the football other than game one versus the New York Jets. Now you're facing a guy on the other side that nobody has been playing quarterback better in the first three weeks than Tua Tungo by law, what he's been able to do with that Miami offense. Yeah, the running game has helped him, but he's also helped that running game because he has not missed on passes. Short, intermediate, deep, at all three levels, he's been on point with his accuracy. If this game develops into a firefight where it feels like an old-school American uh, arena football league game, I can't wait to see how Josh Allen is going to try to manage that and not make those kind of, of mistakes that we've seen from game one that we saw too many times last year. He has been not only terrific with the football, but he's been even better in the last couple of games, what he's been able to do for the Buffalo Bills. If this game turns to one of those things where you got to try to outdo the other guy, I want to see exactly how Josh Allen may have to handle that playing at home on Sunday versus Miami. Well, that's what I want it to be. I want it to be that Kansas City Chiefs versus the Los Angeles Rams when you've seen a Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes going toe-to-toe when the game is high-scored and the high-power offenses. That's what I want to see on Sunday. Right. Right. I don't want to see what I just seen from the New England Patriots and the New York Jets. Hell, it almost made me throw up this weekend. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I want to see fireworks. I want to see the ball in the air, going downfield, explosive plays, left and right. That's what I want to see. That's what the people want to see. Call in if that's what you want to see. People, I'm speaking for y'all. That's what y'all want to see, right? Y'all want to see fireworks. You want to see Tyreek Hill. You want to see Stephon Diggs. You want to see Gabe Davis catching touchdowns. You want to see, you know, Cook running the ball out of the backfield and catching it out of the backfield, scoring touchdowns. I don't want to see. Uh-huh. What I seen from the New York Jets and the New that. England Patriots. You won't see that on Because Sunday. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go in that bathroom and I'm going to drop the rounds out the Super Bowl. That's what I'm going to do. Oh I ain't going to waste my time. I said it, Freddie. Yes, I Hey, can. yo. Oh, my God. It's You're the, gonna time. Be, you, you it's the time I'm going to use my bathroom break. If, 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 
I think you're using it now, as far as I'm concerned. And maybe you drag the whole nation with you. As far as that goes, he's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. Don't forget about Major League Baseball tonight as the Mariners will host the Houston Astros. Both of those teams in the AL West trying to get to the playoffs. Part of the progressive, progressive excuse me, MLB snapshot brought to you by Progressive Insurance, saving you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance by visiting Progressive.com. Coverage of the Mariners and Astros happens tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. As bad as it has been for certain teams, only the few and the proud can be part of this five each and every weekend being the worst teams of the weekend. Hopefully for your sake, your team did not make it. Find out who made that list next on Freddie and Harry. And this is ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman on the afternoon get down known as Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Don't forget about some Series XM Channel 80 and always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. What's the name of that jam there, Freddie? Rumor by Lee Bryce. Fantastic uh, let me write that down. record. Fantastic Rumor by Lee record. Bryce. I like that one there. Remember I had him on the show about a couple of years ago. Great singer and even better human being and a massive, massive Clemson fan because his brother played quarterback for Clemson for a little bit, as a matter of fact. So he is a massive football fan. And you know, I'm multitask, so I'm downloading it right now, baby. I'm here for right you. Right now. Right yeah. now. Yeah. Not, not now, but right now. He has a song about Saturdays in college football, too, that is equally as dynamite as rumor. So Lee Bryce, yeah, he's one of my favorites. But he will never, ever make this list because when you're that good, we don't have to worry about Lee Bryce being that bad like this. It was a bad week for some this week in the NFL. In trouble, sack fumble. But who was the worst of the worst? You're the worst. You're the worst. Find out now. This is the Lower Five. Number five. Each and every week in the NFL, there's always a team or teams that make this least no doubt about this. So I, I think, Harry, I'll let you lead off number five. Who's the fifth worst team in the NFL this week? 
Oh, I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. We had so many dreams and aspirations of this team coming into the year. But (laughs) they just continuously, week to week, from an offensive standpoint, they just drop the ball. Literally, sometimes they drop the football. But the missed opportunities that this team goes through week in and week out, and that's the way that they ended the year last year. That's the MO for this team early into the 2023 season. But you look at them versus the Houston Texans, and – you, 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 we we all thought that was the game that the Jacksonville Jaguars should have won, but they mm-hmm. did not, and they got beat pretty bad, thirty-seven to seventeen. They allowed a fullback to score on a kickoff return, eighty-five Horrible. yards, eighty-five yards, and he dodged four different guys and jumped over another guy. Cut them all. <laughs> I would have cut all the ass, every last one of them. They have a mental block in the Texans. They lost five out of the last six times against the Houston Texans, who have been a dumpster fire since they made the playoffs against the Kansas City Chiefs. But yet, Jacksonville could not beat them. They lost by 20. They're the fifth worst team this week, in, this weekend, excuse me, in the NFL. Number four. The poor Washington Commanders. Oh, my goodness. I think Sam Howell just got sacked again. Welcome to the NFL, buddy. Yeah, yeah. that's one of those deals where Buffalo said, you know what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all guys are 2 0. We know what 2 0 looks like. We know what getting after the quarterback looks like. And they brought that thunder and that conflict. And Washington could not stand up and keep their quarterback clean. It was horrible, Freddie. We talk about Sam Howell being sacked nine times, and the Washington Commanders had five turnovers, and four of those turnovers came from Sam Howell and the interceptions. But if I'm everyone on that offensive line, and if I'm Sam Howell, I'm anything, any personal offense, mm-hmm. you got to have a sense of pride in what you do. That's not a game that I think a coach even wants to watch. Have some pride. Because it's embarrassing. Have some pride. Oh, yeah. Have some dignity. And that's not even the most embarrassing one that we've seen this weekend. But keep it going. That's keep right. it rolling. Yeah, we, we move from number four to number three. I'll let you take this one. The Dallas Cowboys was the wor- the third worst team this week in the NFL. Yeah. They went into Arizona and thought they were just going to, you know, win a game. They underappreciated, I should say, or thought Joshua Dobbs wasn't that dude. They got punched in the mouth. They didn't win. Joshua Dobbs was the better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Price difference in the money that they make. But, hey, that's a story for another day. (laughs) I was stunned how they were able to run the football on them. I wasn't so surprised about the penalties. Even though they say they cleaned that up, they did that the first couple of games. We'll see if that becomes a pattern again with the Dallas Cowboys. But talk about have some pride. How do you allow a team in the Arizona Cardinals – they got decent running backs, but nobody that scares you. Nobody yep. really scares you at the running back position or more than a couple of teams anymore in the NFL. And yet they allowed them to pound that rock and run the ball down their throats with their running back and their quarterback. If that does not make them feel embarrassed, as they're about to play a Patriots team who we know will run the football, then the Cowboys better watch out. They were the third worst team this weekend in the NFL. Number two. It almost was a toss-up, but the Chicago Bears – after all that conversation, after all that talk, all that kumbaya by Thursday, we knew they were going to get beat up from the feet up. But like that, it looked like they didn't even care. It's like they went out there and said, well, we've done our conversation. We're not going to be canceling anyway. And they just mailed it in. It could have been a lot worse than 41-10. to 10. That's how bad the Bears were as the second worst football team this weekend in the NFL. Yeah, for the Bears this season and last week, to be exact, uh, offense, embarrassing. Defense, embarrassing. Special teams, embarrassing. Coaching staff, for damn sure, embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Try to do better this week, guys, because what y'all have displayed the first three weeks, it's all it's all been embarrassing. Point blank period. Yeah. Well, the good news for the Bears is that the team that they're facing is at number one. 
number one. The Denver Broncos. Take it, Harry. It's all yours. <laughs> 70 to 20. You mm. allowed a team to score 70 points on you. So if I'm Sean Payton, if I'm Vance Joseph, we need to have a heart-to-heart. We need to have some meetings because defensively, defensively, I know. it has been horrible. Like, you, we talk about pride, Freddie. You let allowing a team to put seventy points on you. It's just nothing pride about prideful about that. Yeah, the one facet about the Broncos I didn't worry about was the defense. Mm. It may be more worrisome than the offense. Uh, one thousand percent. We can't blame Russell Wilson for that one. Nope. He wasn't out there letting guys run past him, scoring touchdowns and touchdowns and more touchdowns and more touchdowns and more touchdowns. Well, Damian Lillard feels like he scored a touchdown going to a team that gives a realistic chance to win an NBA championship. You'll find out how he feels about that next on Freddie and Harry. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.